Hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series. This week, we watched season three, episode 14, Lisa the Greek. Which is a play off of something. I think Jimmy, Jimmy the, Greek? the Greek. Is it that what, that I what it is? I, 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 is that a show or is it a movie? I thought it was a person <laughs> <laughs> named Jimmy. I, I, I don't know. From, I think he was from Greece. What does Wikipedia have to say about it? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Although it, it, Wikipedia might not be uh, might not be accurate on that because apparently somebody changed the Wikipedia page for the inventor of the toaster back in like 2000. 12 or something mm-hmm. and it has not been updated or was not updated for like over a decade uh and i saw that yeah it was a tiktok, TikTok yeah. yeah uh jimmy the greek was a uh american sports commentator and las vegas bookmaker oh is he like the bear maybe so like you know you know what i mean the bear yeah the from bear from game day, game day? uh-huh yeah um i don't know that the bear does betting i mean he like does over under what whatever right like who's gonna win but i don't think that he like actually <laughs> like <laughs> takes the bets takes bets yeah. yeah i don't yeah he's not a book i guess no oh okay well uh, anyways um yeah it, i i'm yes it's jimmy the greek that's okay what it's named is he still alive no oh when did he, he die? died in 1996 oh that was the year of the olympics in atlanta <laughs> yes it was <laughs> he was born in steubenville ohio do you know who else was born in Steubenville, Ohio? Oh, I should know this. Uh, I don't think you're. Oh, guess. okay. William Frawley from the TV show I Love Lucy, who played Fred Mertz. This <laughs> was born oh. in Steubenville, Ohio. Didn't he and what was her name? Ethel. Viv- Vivian Vance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't they hate each other? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They- so you. So I, I don't know that we've talked about this before, but Caitlin loves I Love Lucy. And like used to like be like I in was, a fan club I online. Was, yeah, I was really <laughs> obsessed with it when I was younger, and like to the point of like alienating my friends and family. <laughs> it was a it was a hyperfixation, is uh-huh. what it was. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so a lot of that knowledge that I learned back then has has stuck with me. Caitlin's father told me a story about how she wanted to go to like California or something, like. <laughs> <laughs> to a convention yeah, on our they own. Had, they used to have conventions every year in California. They still have a convention, at least in August, um, up in Jamestown, New York, which is where Lucille Ball was from. Uh-huh. And they have like a museum up there and stuff. So they have that every year. Uh-huh. But I've never been. Oh, and you met some, like, you like met a friend of, uh, like, is this where you met the photographer lady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> there was a website. This is when, like, in the, Mid to late nineties when uh chat rooms and uh-huh. online forums were like a big thing. Yeah. And there was a website called Lucy Talk <laughs> uh-huh. that I joined. Uh-huh. I was a moderator. Oh wow. Yeah. I was I was very fancy. Um and I met I met people on there that I still talk to today online. I've never uh-huh. met them in real life. Yeah. But one of them is now like the personal photographer for Dick Van Dyke. Which is wild. Uh, yeah, 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 that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, I, but, but like she's like, fret like she like somehow she's Australian, but she somehow ingratiated herself with like the family. Yeah, so she's like a part of that yeah, whole yeah, yeah. situation. So that's crazy. And he, yeah, like like I, you know, God bless that man. He just keeps on trucking. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> so isn't he like ninety eight? 
He's pretty old. He's definitely in his 90s. I'm not sure exactly how old he is. What do you think that? Think about that, queen. <laughs> Take another L. <laughs> She's in her coffin. He was born in 1925, so what that makes him... He's 96. Nin- He'll be 97 in December. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Elizabeth. <laughs> what you think about that? Uh, I never finished the intro. Sorry. Uh, so. <laughs> It's my fault because started, Jimmy the Greek. I started asking about Jimmy the Greek. And then I, I totally derailed it by talking about William Crowley. So, <laughs> so uh, at any rate, um, yeah. So we're at season three, episode fourteen. This is Lisa the Greek, not Jimmy the Greek. Right. And uh, Caitlin is going to <laughs> kick us off. All oh, right. How many minutes into this podcast are we? Oh. Five minutes into the podcast. Uh, Caitlin's oh, going to kick us off okay. with some specs. Uh, Lisa the Greek is production code eight F twelve, written uh-huh. by Jake Hogan and Wallace Wolodarski. Uh, OG. Yeah, I was um, going to say, oh, oh, Wally. He's been around Wally. from the beginning. Kogan has been, too. Directed by Rich Moore. Original air date was January 24th, 1992. Okay. Uh, I have the synopsis here for the episode. It's from uh, Simpsons.Fandom.com. That's the Simpsons wiki. Uh, Homer becomes aware that Lisa can predict football results with incredible accuracy, and the two bond when watching the games. Homer places bets in Moe's with Lisa's predictions and... Uh, and, and makes a bundle. However, when Lisa finds out that what Homer's been doing, she calls off the bets, leaving him with the final prediction for the Super Bowl. If Washington wins, she loves him. If Buffalo wins, she, it says won't, but doesn't. Uh, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, Washington comes from behind and wins. So, yeah, that's kind of it. It's not, it's not, it's not really, though, when she finds out what he's been doing, because she's in on it uh, yeah, there for a while. I, but, but I guess she doesn't fully understand his intentions I should in come, the moment. We, should, we really should update these <laughs> when, we, when, we, when we find yeah. little mistakes like that. Well, but am I going to do it? No. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Ridicule I'm it. I'm going to change the synopsis to check out this episode on Escalation <laughs> Nowhere Pod. There you go. Okay, so um, we open up with the credits, but we get like the super duper short credits. Yeah, these are like the syndication credits. Pulling into the driveway, and yeah, that's it. That, yep, that's yeah. it. Yeah, we, we we do get the couch gag. It's uh, pulling uh, Santa's little helper out from under Homer's butt mm-hmm. in the couch. And we open right up uh, to Homer watching TV. And he is watching Inside Football today. Mm-hmm. So uh, the announcer comes on. Hey, everybody. Uh, on a pivotal week, the eight, pivotal week eight of the NFL season. Uh, now stay tuned for six hours of exciting football action. What does I that just- sound like to you? <laughs> Red Zone. Yes, exactly. Except they don't play What Would You Do With a Drunken Sailor <laughs> beforehand. That's right. Uh, so Caitlin got me a nice present, uh, and I guess it's kind of a present for both of us, but yeah. um, it's something that I've wanted for a while, and that is that we are finally able through Hulu to mm-hmm. subscribe to uh, NFL Red Zone. And if you don't know what that is, essentially what they do is they watch all the games at the same time, and whenever a game comes into the Red Zone, mm-hmm. meaning within the 20-yard line of scoring – then they will switch to that game so that you can watch it. It's very, when you first start watching it, you know, if you're used to watching a regular football game, it's very disorienting. It takes a while to fix. Yeah, to but really like once you, yeah. once you understand what's going on, like it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, it is. And they, you know, sometimes, you know, like, especially like the one o'clock games on Sundays, they will pop up with what they call the Octobox because every game is in the red zone at mm-hmm. once. And so you're trying to watch like eight different. Or yeah, they're all kicking off at the same time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's nice. And it's good because like you get to see like 
we live in a market where our one of our favorite teams is not normally broadcast yeah so we're able to see those games yeah or without, at least part of without the having to get the sunday ticket Can, which is like stupid expensive. many many hundreds of dollars yeah, uh, yeah. And i just many, realized i didn't pull up the frankie act so oh okay <laughs> that's okay uh <laughs> i uh at any rate if, uh, he he the guy the the, the uh, host of red zone will open up the uh open up well, always with like you know here comes six hours of football action they go from like one to seven p.m uh, something like that. And they end the day with a montage of every football, every touchdown scored. They do. And yeah. it's, I, I have to say like, it's, it's really pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the touchdown montage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when I first saw it, I was like, this is going to get boring really fast, but it wasn't like, it was gr- like, they're all different plays. Right. You know, yeah. obviously. And yeah. so like, it's interesting to watch them all in comparison to one another. And it makes you feel like, it makes me feel like, like I know what I'm doing, like in terms of football. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's like like oh yeah, that's a good idea. I should write that down. <laughs> good for when I inevitably like become like a when you're pee-wee a pee-wee football coach. coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, come on. <laughs> I was explaining to Caitlin earlier about pulling guards. Well, I, I asked you about it because I wasn't a hundred percent sure about like how plays are developed. Yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, uh, we had football conversation earlier, and Homer also is enjoying uh, football. Hey, how's your fantasy football season going? <laughs> mine is not going well. But, but it's going better than mine. Significantly better than Caitlin's. <laughs> but at going. least I don't have to have a parade down the street because I'm 0-14 or whatever yes, we, it's going to so, be. So, uh, Caitlin, it looked like for a while, was going to be winless this year. She now has one win. Uh, I'm but. one in nine. It's so bad. <laughs> and then this week I opened up the app and I looked at my lineup for the week and like everybody except for like two people are on by. It's, it's awful. <laughs> oh my God. So her already shitty team <laughs> is being replaced by even shittier players. Yeah. And oh my God. I don't know what I was thinking when I drafted this team, but it was uh, mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> So, so your quarterback was Herbert, right? Yeah. And you've benched him. Not this week because two, oh, two, two was on by, two was on baby. By. <laughs> and I drafted two a partially as a joke because he's been so terrible in past the past couple years. Yeah, but, he was your backup. Yeah, he was my backup, uh-huh. but he is, except for today. Yeah. Uh, well, I well Kyler Murray's hamstring apparently is bothering him <laughs> enough for, for him to be projected at zero points, <laughs> even though he's not officially out. He's playing Call of Duty at home. He probably is. Yeah. He's 0-2 since Call of Duty came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFL memes reminds me oh every week. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yes, Caitlin's team is really awful. And um, even though, let me just put this out here. Caitlin, quote, unquote, won the Sacco. We actually have like a loser's trophy in our league. I think we've talked about it before. It's truck nuts on it, a banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And um, at any rate, uh, it is on our mantle right now because, <laughs> because the person who actually lost the league last year said Said she was gonna quit yes and And then she didn't quit (laughs) so now i have the fucking sacco which i'm gonna probably be winning again (sighs) i am of the opinion that i that we do our that we do our um losers bracket incorrectly so like i think that the sacco goes to the worst team overall like in terms of record but I think that if you get into the loser's bracket and you lose through the bracket, yeah. then you should get the Sacco. Just like if you get into the winner's bracket and you win through the bracket. Isn't that the way it works? No, I don't think so. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, I, I think 
Yeah, this I got it the last year because of the commissioner's discretion. Yeah. Which and- was <laughs> annoying. But I have one. I have one in several leagues. <laughs> Kaylee would like to point out to you that fantasy she, has, football. <laughs> she has won the league before. My name is on a trophy. <laughs> the winner's somewhere. trophy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, who has it? I don't remember. Anyway. Um, but l- All we, that to say is that this football season has not <laughs> been the best. It's been a pretty rough season it's all around. It's been pretty bad. All of our teams stink. Even our like tangential teams stink. Like you know, I'm from Atlanta, and I'm not a Falcons fan, but even they stink. Yeah. And like, I'm a, also a Panthers fan. I was I've been a Panthers fan since I was you know uh, since they in joined sixth the grade. league. Yeah, and they stink. And we're Browns fans, and they, they stink. stink. They stink on a multitude of levels. We yeah. went into that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so like like this year I, I I don't know about you but like I have been taking great pleasure in like enjoying other people who are fans of teams that are winning just like 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 sort of like but through osmosis or you know vicariously enjoying a winning team Honestly <laughs> honestly I'm going to tell you I'm going to be straight up I've kind of stopped caring <laughs> <laughs> All Caitlin cared about was that the fact that we 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 all said that if she went uh, winless this year in fantasy football. We were going to make her walk down the road with. <laughs> and, I was going to have a pot in a pan. I it. am so great. Yeah, I am so great. <laughs> we were going to throw, make her, make her. We were gonna wave at the people, <laughs> blow oh, them no. kisses. <laughs> you know I don't like that. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Caitlin doesn't like that. I don't sequence. like that. I don't like those sequences from Twenty Two Shorts. Anyway, let's get back into this episode. So. so uh, <laughs> Well, you don't want to talk about your fantasy team anymore? No, because they, they're terrible. <laughs> so, at any rate, um, the uh, University of Georgia football team is still very good. And that's really what matters at the end of the day. So, all that uh, is to sure. say. <laughs> all that is to say. Well, it does, because if they lose, you get very grumpy. So, <laughs> go dogs. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody look at me. Hey, okay. everybody look okay. at me. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> stay tuned for six hours of exciting football action. You we are what? 15 minutes into this, this epi- podcast. This episode is going to be six hours long if we don't keep going. I so think let's it is. Let's go. Let's go. And so Homer uh, pulls off his belt. Well, bye, belt. Been down that road, homeboy. Mm-hmm. And then he starts uh, eating in various, out of various snack bags. <laughs> He's surrounded by snacks, like all sorts of chips and dips and things. Um, and and I, I, I wrote down here, I was, I, I was immediately grossed out because Homer was eating various snacks out of various bags and putting them all into his mouth at the same time. Ugh. No? Yuck. Okay. No way. You gotta eat one at a time. Okay. So you can savor the flavor. Okay. He was like mixing. So you, like, like you wouldn't rotate around or. No, I mean, he was very clearly like. Oh, like you mean like in. putting like a cheese doodle and a pretzel in his mouth at the same a time? A cheese doodle and a pretzel and like a barbecue chip and then no. like a dipped chip. And okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'm with you there. Yeah. But I, I say this as somebody who will often take his sandwiches apart and eat the meat separate from the bread. He does so. do this, and it's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> like if I, like my like my favorite sandwich to take apart is the windy spicy chicken sandwich, which I will take. I take. I'll take the the chicken off and then eat the bread and the lettuce and the mayo and the tomato, and then I'll eat the chicken. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, he's uh, he's eating the snacks, and Marge comes in, and she says, "Homer, all those fatty, deep fried, heavily salted snacks can't be good for your heart." And of course, he says, "My heart is just fine." And then we have an interior shot of Homer's heart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's not fine. It's not. He's not doing very well. <laughs> yeah. So he he's 
like you see like I guess I don't know his aorta like very very large and like barely working uh-huh. and then he he feels it he makes a noise and then he's like well a little beer will put that fire out yep so, <laughs> yeah so uh then he uh he continues watching tv yep we get we get introduced to someone who is on the puzzle jimmy apollo yes jimmy oh. apollo smooth jimmy apollo is on the puzzle the simpsons cast a thousands puzzle mm-hmm. google it if you don't know what i'm talking about um and he <laughs> he is introduced as the man who's right 52 percent of the time that's right yep i uh <clears throat> i wrote down here uh uh announcer picks percentages because they've started like well i guess they haven't started because he is brought in as the man who's right 52 percent of the time but uh-huh. like now on like pick shows like the fantasy show like they yeah they will, show their record yeah yeah and they almost always are around 50 percent or worse <laughs> yeah uh, my favorite is the woman i think she's on monday nights or maybe it's sunday nights i can't remember she always just picks the team who she interviewed that week <laughs> which is very funny but i mean like i don't think her uh, her record's not that bad yeah, uh, if if you learn anything from this, it's like all this analysis and all this like stuff. Unless you have like some genuine insider information, like it's kind of hard to really predict it. Yeah, and so like I think that's part of the reason why like Vegas odds are so like varied in what they in what they are and like why there is a spread, you know, point spread and all that sort of thing, so that people can. Uh, place you know bets where they feel more confident in certain areas Mm -hmm. but i know like uh the the app that i play cards on uh poker on Mm -hmm. like if you do sports betting on there like they have like you can bet on who's going to be winning at the end of the first quarter or like who's going to get more points in the third quarter oh (laughs) weird yeah like it's like very specific yeah, yeah yeah so anyways Old uh, smooth Jimmy Apollo uh, is uh, compare or is uh, analyzing Denver and New England, and he says it's too close to call. And Homer goes, "Aw," and but then he continues on. He says, "But if you're one of those compulsive types who just has to bet, oh, I don't know, mm, Denver." So he picks Denver, and Homer immediately goes, "Woohoo!" and calls up Moe's. Moe's picks up Moe picks up the phone, and he's standing there directly in front of Chief Wiggum. Mm-hmm. And he's, um, Homer says, Mo, I'd like to bet $20 on Denver. Mo, uh, being discreet here, says, I think I can provide that service. And he goes to look around for his book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out that Chief Wiggum is, is using it as a coaster. <laughs> yes. So he asks him for it, and he's like, oh, yep. Um, so Homer bets $20 on Denver. Mo writes it down and uh, hangs up the phone. Yep. So anyways, uh, Homer is... Watching, uh, watching the game, and uh, he says, "All right, Denver, justify my love." And thirteen uh, at the end of thirteen seconds of play, it's New England seven, Denver nothing. So it would appear that Denver kicked off the ball, mm-hmm. and New England ran it back. Yep. So uh, Homer's obviously upset by this. Um, then Lisa comes in, uh-huh. and she's standing in front of him. She's showing him the model studio apartment that she made for her Malibu Stacy, yep. which is made out of a shoebox, not unlike a diorama. What's um, a diorama? Yeah. What's <laughs> a diorama? What's a diorama? Um, anyway, my Wookiee. Uh, so uh, she... Homer... <laughs> Wait. Okay. She brings it she, in. Yeah. She's she's telling him what 
you know, she's like giving him a tour of this thing. And he's uh-huh. like, this, she's like, this is the kitchen. This is where she prints her weekly feminist newsletter. And then she gets upset because Homer's not listening to her. He's watching the game. Yeah. We get this shot of her standing in front. Like it's from the TV's point of view. Yeah. And, and we see her standing in front of the TV and him trying to look around her several ways. Yeah. So he is mad because Denver's losing and um, then she just, she leaves and goes to the yeah, kitchen. Yeah. She knows, she says, dad, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. And then off she goes. Yep. So then she walks in and puts the shoebox, uh, the shoebox studio apartment onto the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. Marge is in there giving Maggie a bath in, in the, the sink. In the sink. Um, and Marge, you know, Marge is like, oh, a shoebox house. That's so clever. Um, and Lisa's upset because Homer's not interested in anything she does. She asks Marge why. And then Marge, Marge turns the tables and she goes, well, do you ever take an interest in anything he does? And she's like, no, um, but we used to have burping class or burping contests, but I got, I grew out of those. So, um, <laughs> Lisa's a little high and mighty here. I think. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, having burping contests is lots of fun, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're very bored in, in Verizon. Verizon. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Marge is, uh, you know, kind of telling Lisa, you know, if you want to get closer to Homer, maybe you should bridge the gap. She's like, I do it all the time. I'm interested. I'm, I, I pretend I'm interested in looking at power tools, those silly car chase movies. And well, some things I'll tell you about when you're older. What's that? What do you think? Uh, I think that she's talking about butt stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say BJ's, but. Oh, okay. Okay. Butt stuff. I saw a tag the other day. It was, you know, we live in Virginia and there's lots of specialty and like uh, novelty plates, novelty plates in Virginia. And like, like the specialty plates can be for anything. Like if you went to a certain like college, they probably have a plate that you can get for it. And I don't know what the plate was, but the number was like four zero zero one (laughs) BJ. And I was like, that's a lot. That's a lot of BJs. <laughs> I was going to take a picture of it and send it to Caitlin, but... Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. I'm learning about it right now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but I, they, so, so some truck pulled up in front of it. So oh. Anyways. Boo. 4,001 BJs. Yeah. That's a lot. Or I, maybe, maybe it is about I saw, I saw one the other <laughs> day that, that was... down with it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one the other day that was... Um, and I wanted to take a picture of it, but it was driving by me very fast, and uh-huh. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was a uh, shardy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that 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 word hasn't <laughs> entered the DMV banned word list. I guess not. Yeah. We uh like you'll see a lot of them, and like I think about an old. Like, there's a, there's a Simpsons episode later on where Homer starts to tow tr- uh, start uh, drives a tow truck around, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, is warned not to tow vehicles in another driver's territory. And anyway, he uh, ends up accidentally, uh, well, he's tricked into going into that territory, and he's like counting off like the reasons to, t- to tow this particular car. And he's like, <gasps> park next to a fire hydrant, expired meter. And then he like, he looks at the license plate and it's like Z, f- you know, I heart ZXY421. He's like, indiscernible license plate? And like, you see those sometimes. And anytime I see yeah. one that I can't figure out, I'm like, oh, indiscernible license plate. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, there's there's some interesting ones. Um, out and there. Like, like one of the like a fun like 
a fun Virginia game to play, I guess you can call it a Virginia game because of the license plate situation, is to sit at a light and try and like sound out what is this supposed to be. Yeah, we like, saw one the other day that we were like, what? I don't understand you that look at clues, all. Too. Like, sometimes they'll have like a bumper sticker or like the license uh-huh. plate frame will be an allusion to what yeah. it's supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it it's a fun game to play. Also, there's so many in Virginia because it's so cheap to get vanity plates. Yeah, it is. It's like $10. I was going to say, I think it cost me $10. Yeah, like 10 extra dollars. Yeah. Yeah, we both have vanity plates. Uh, don't come stalking us. Uh, anyway... <laughs> There you go. Yeah, put that out in the universe. <laughs> yeah. So Marge is encouraging Lisa to kind of uh, get interests based on Homer. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, okay, do you understand? And Lisa's like, I think so. And then here comes Bart with a pan. Um, yeah, he's, it looks, I, I thought it was a bowl or, oh, or something. It's, it's some sort of dish. And he drops it in the bath, t- or the bath water with Maggie, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Then. So, anyways, we then come back to Homer. Mm-hmm. He's watching, uh, watching TV, and uh, uh, the uh, the game did not go the way that he wanted to. Uh, uh, he did not win his yeah, bet. Denver lost. Yes. Um. So Lisa comes up to him at this point, and he's like, well, "She's like, oh, excuse me. Um, wouldn't it be fun if we watched the game together?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "He doesn't really want to." Uh. Okay. Just don't say anything. And sit over there. He yeah. points at a... F- and so she sits down next to him on the couch, and he's like, over. And she scooches little ways over, over. And then finally, he stops telling her to move once she's at the opposite end of the couch. Uh-huh. So she sighs, and he <laughs> he's like, Lisa, please, I can't hear the announcer. <laughs> and then she goes, well, he said Denver just fumbled. And then, yeah, yeah. So Denver's losing this game, yep. and Homer's going to lose his money. Yeah. Um, then we go outside where Bart is using a magnifying glass to melt a toy soldier. Uh huh. Did you ever do that? Nope. Did you ever attempt to do it? Nope. Like with ants or anything? Mm -mm. No. I remember like seeing that as a kid. I don't think it was from this episode. It was from something else, but this is something that like I thought everybody did. And so, like, I took a magnifying glass out. I'm pretty sure it was a piece of plastic. Yeah. But still, uh, I'm, I I took a magnifying glass out one time and tried to, like, do that with ants. And I guess, like, the plastic was too cloudy to really concentrate them. Yeah. And, uh, I've heard of people, like, catching stuff on fire accidentally because they've had a magnifying glass, like, out in their house. Normally, uh-huh. it's Normally, it's, like, somebody who's, like, uh, sewing or something and they have a craft light with yeah. a magnifying glass yeah. and they'll leave it uncovered and accidentally <laughs> set fire Yeah, I actually, you know, uh, at work I used to have a, a burning glass, a magnifying glass that hung from my neck mm-hmm. and uh, I did that with one of my shirts at one point. It mm-hmm. burned my shirt uh, because I was standing there and it just kind of caught it right at the right, right, right angle and sure enough, like I was like, "What's burning?" Ah, I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> Luck- luckily, uh, my shirt was made of natural fibers, so it did not go up in flames. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember that little magnifying glass you had, and one day you sent me a picture of yourself, and you had it up against your eye, and it was like making your eye look weird, and it was uh-huh. real, s- real small. Uh-huh. And then I went into storage, <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's laughs> and right. I found the biggest magnifying glass ever, and that was very funny. Uh huh. <laughs> So uh, inside jokes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's what dating was like for us. Yeah. And anyway, so um, 
Uh, Bart is out there and he's burning this uh, toy soldier, this little uh, army man. Mm-hmm. And Marge walks up and she says, Bart, yeah, mom. Uh, I was thinking that while your father and Lisa watched the game, it might be fun if the two of us went clothes shopping. She says, Mom, I'd love to, but to be honest, I don't need new clothes. And she's like, oh, really? And he uh-huh. looks totally normal from the front. And then she spins him around, yep. and his back is just in tatters. Like, there's holes, there's, like, yeah. gum stuck to him, <laughs> yeah. all sorts of crap. Yes. Uh, and so he very clearly does need new clothes. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so uh, he's, he makes the claim that he doesn't, though. And he says, so even though I'd love to spend this sunny afternoon trying on clothes, it's not. And she grabs him, yoink, off yep. they go. yep. Um, then we cut back to, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Apollo. Jimmy Apollo, yep. He's like, and he, he's saying, folks, when you're right 52% of the time, you're wrong 48% of the time. And he, <laughs> Homer's upset. He's going, well, why didn't you say that before? <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, then his co-host says, well, you're off the hook, Jimmy. We've got uh, Miami, uh, Cincinnati coming up. Any thought? Any thoughts? He says, I certainly do, Brett. I hereby declare Miami... To be Jimmy Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week, and then he pulls out this giant padlock and holds it up, and uh-huh. that, yeah. So Homer says, "Ooh, that's a big lock, all right." <laughs> but but he decides he doesn't trust that guy, so he flips the channel. Um, the next guy says that he declares Cincinnati to be the shoe in of the week. He pulls out, pulls out a giant, out a giant shoe. shoe. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and at this point, Homer's like, "Well, they they both make a good case." They didn't make any case at all, <laughs> yes. but that's okay. <laughs> then we see Professor Frank. Um, yeah, we really are getting, like, I, I guess I never really thought about Frank in the way that he is being presented in these early appearances. And I remember, the reason I say this is because we watched that Real Gems about him mm-hmm. some time ago, and he pointed out that early on he just kind of shows up in a gag. Yeah, here. he's like a talking head of Springfield. Yeah, and, and when they need so, a smart person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, when they need a brainiac, then here he is. And sure enough, like this is how he is definitely introduced to us here. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and and this is not the first time we've seen him obviously. Right. But in all of his appearances thus far, he has been doing something like this. Yeah, and it's been totally random every yeah. single time. So he's standing next to a computer and uh, a large uh, 90s computer. And he says, after evaluating millions of pieces of data in the blink of an eye, the Gambletron 2000 says the winner is Cincinnati by 200 points. And you worthless he, hunk he of He gets mad. He starts beating this machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's very much a, very much a frink uh, gag. You know, yeah. it's like the secret ingredient is love. love. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways. Then, then we cut to another guy. I think this is supposed to be a Pete Rose type. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's dressed in a baseball uniform, which is why I say that. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, he's it's like a commercial. He's like, well, you and, a, f- and it looks it looks kind of like a Reds uniform too. Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, speaking of Cincinnati, um, so he's like, well, um, oh, he he goes, you want some of this, don't you? And he has a stack of cash. And Homer's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners, so call me now. $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. And then we get a very funny gag, which, as you might expect, like, it's predictable, but it's still funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Homer calls, of course, because what have we learned this season? Homer is very susceptible to television advertising. Yes. (laughs) And he calls this line, and the... 
it answers. It's obviously recording. You have reached the coach's hot line. (laughs) (laughs) And Homer's like trying to speed him along by saying the words, you know, that, that are obviously coming. Lay it on me, coach, he says. In the game of my M E Homer says, uh huh. Versus Sin Cincinnati. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that Homer is like, come on, come on, don't you realize this is costing me money? And uh, yeah, Homer he does. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. We must consider many things. The wind. No, not the wind. <laughs> is blowing out of the west at five miles per hour. Miles per hour. Knots. No. <laughs> so, Slams the phone down. Yeah, he's he's done with that. Um So he then turns he says, What am I supposed to do? Lisa, who do you think is gonna win? The Bengals or the Dolphins? And she says, I don't know. The Dolphins? <laughs> That's good enough for Homer. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. He calls Mo. $50 on the Miami Dolphins. Marge, this is why you don't have a savings, Marge. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if he's doing this every week. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Like, it's 2022, and, like, I would, I could, I could not place a $50 bet on a football no, game. No, like, well, <laughs> and we, t- we talked about this last night. We were talking about the Taylor Swift concert ticket debacle. And, like, yeah. how, like, Neither one of us could justify spending the amount of money people are spending on these tickets for any musical act yep. whatsoever. Like, yeah. So, like the the question that I posed to Caitlin was this, and you, I would love to hear your answer to this, and I'll put it in the, I'll put, I'll put it in the uh, uh, Facebook group. Uh, I'm lying, am I? <laughs> I will try to remember to put it in the Facebook group. If I don't do it, somebody else do it. Okay. Um, so the question is this. What is your what is your number one favorite or number one band like just that you want to see live like like it doesn't necessarily I guess have to be your favorite band because I've seen my favorite band several times and this would really not apply here like what I think I think the better way to phrase it it may be like what historic concert moment or like band yeah would you want to see live uh, yeah I mean just like your your number one if you could go to any concert in history. What would be your number one? Okay, so like mine would be Queen. I want to see Queen mm-hmm. with Freddie Mercury, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin was the same. Yep. And so here's the second part of the question. All right, so there are some people who are selling their Taylor Swift tickets. And the thing is, to buy these tickets, you have to be a quote-unquote verified fan. Like, that's something they set up through. For the, like, for the Ticketmaster sale. Yeah. But not for the resellers, which is where the, like, exorbitant prices right, are Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, like, so you can presume, at least in theory, anyone who got tickets is a Taylor Swift fan. Right. Right. And so you are just like a Taylor Swift fan, and you have you have tickets to this concert. And some of these Taylor Swift fans are selling their tickets for like $12,000 a piece. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous how much money they're selling these for. So here's my question to you. That concert that you want to attend, that you, could, that you have k- tickets to, would you, if you knew it was a guaranteed sale, sell those tickets for $12,000 a piece? Just presume you have two tickets. All right? So I said that... I would have to sell those tickets. Yeah. Like, I'd have to. Yeah. Uh, $24,000 is too much money to... Yeah. But 
Then I said, well, wait a minute. What if I had tickets not just to see Queen, but I had tickets to Live Aid? That's a mm-hmm. different story. I think that I I would have to think about it more, but I think I probably would eventually sell the tickets. Tell them what your um, ultimate concert would be where you would not <laughs> sell the tickets, Robert. Okay, here is the concert. <laughs> here is the concert that I would not sell those tickets for. Get ready. I bet you cannot guess. Buckle up, buttercups. I bet you cannot guess what it is. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a second to just guess, and then you you tell. Let me know in the in the Facebook group if you got it right. You didn't. I know you didn't. <laughs> Here it comes. The concert that I would not sell those tickets to would be the concerts that uh, uh, the concerts of Handel's Messiah that were uh, made or that were that were given in the 18th century with Handel himself on harpsichord and directing. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nerd. the concert which was at Christ Church I think uh, if I'm not mistaken so in London in London yeah okay yeah um, n- not here <laughs> not in Virginia that would be weird <laughs> no so like that's the concert like that's the concert that I think I could not sell those tickets to I would have to go and see that concert but also that's completely, you know, out, outside the realm of any kind of possibility because that's two centuries old. Like, at least Queen or Freddie Mercury was alive while I was alive, you know? Yeah, it was on March 23rd, 1743. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out where it was. So, any, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at Christ Church. But, or Christ, wait, Christ Hospital. The Foundling Hospital. The Foundling Hospital. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he was a patron of the Foundling I, I, Hospital. I always get those crossed up yes i think it's a founding hospital well i could go on a very long <laughs> rant about the founding hospital versus not only can i go on a rant about i love lucy and all that shit i can also <laughs> t- school you on 18th century uh orphaned homes in L- the city of london that's right <laughs> so anyways uh we uh, uh covent garden sweetheart in covent garden I, I don't I don't I, yeah it was performed in a secular setting London's Covent Garden Theater huh I am pretty sure that they did maybe it was maybe it was a benefit to the hospital or something that but, makes a lot of sense but yes uh, anyway anyway the only thing the reason I the reason I know about that concert is because somebody from Virginia in the 18th century who was very uh, who is relatively well-known gentleman, Robert Cardi III, spent his youthful days in London. We've, t- we've talked about him on this Simpsons podcast before. Have we? He, he's, no, he's, he's known as the great emancipator because he, he converts to be a Baptist and he, uh, he frees all of his enslaved people. Yeah. Uh, and he's one of the very, very few uh, Virginians uh, who, of the founding generation, who actually make good on these you know, notions of all men being created equal and, and frees his people. So... Anyway, uh, overall, generally regarded as a pretty pretty good dude, even if his time in London was pretty wild. <laughs> and I will post a picture of him because we have a picture of him, and he is wearing this crazy gold suit. Uh, it's a suit that he had made, you should know for context, that he had made for a masquerade ball, uh, and but he had a portrait painted in it, and I th- he must have been that so... That was not in a common practice um, to have like a crazy suit made and then wear it in a portrait. Oh really? Yeah, it was, or or the opposite. Like you could just wear whatever, and the artist would paint whatever you wanted. Yeah, yeah. So, is uh, is fun. 
I have a story about that, but okay. um, <laughs> I can't tell it on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, so. All right. So anyways, uh, Homer, uh, Homer asked Lisa who is going to win. She says, I don't know, the Dolphins? And mm-hmm. that's good enough for her. Boy, that was a long tangent. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so he calls Mo, 50 bucks on the Dolphins. And he goes, gotcha, 50 beans on Miami. Anyway, uh, he says. You uh, got to go uh, have a call on the other line. That's Mo, yeah. Yeah, it's Krusty. Krusty's betting $700 on the Rams. Yep. Um, then a horn honks, and it's Sideshow Mel in the background. And Sideshow Mel puts down $2,000, I guess, for the Rams as well. Damn, Sideshow Mel. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we cut to Bart and Marge at the mall. Yes, and they go. Uh, they, they There's a great joke. A name for the store. The store. Yeah, we oui, monsieur. We oui, monsieur. But it's W E E, as yeah. in tiny Mister. And um, uh, Bart. God, Bart is like, um, Mom, I'm tired. Can't we just go? Can I just lie down for a few minutes? And Marge is like, Nope. So they go in the store. Uh, and she's picking out all these clothes for him. None of them is particularly uh, nice looking. Yeah. Kind of gross colors and whatnot. Um, He's like, all right, let's just buy this and go. And she's like, oh, no, no. You have to try on all these clothes. She starts piling clothes into his arms. Uh And um, she says, oh, this one's 50% off. And he says, you know why these clothes are on sale, mom? It's because people who wear them get beaten up. Yeah. So her response is very Marge. Well, anyone mm-hmm. who would beat you up for wearing a shirt isn't your friend. Yeah. Yeah, Marge. <laughs> yeah. So that she, yeah, she's piling everything on, and then she's like, "Oh, look, little bow ties," and puts one uh-huh. on top of the pile. And um, yeah, she goes, "Hey, don't you make that face at me?" And he's like, "Well, how did you know?" Because at this point, all the clothes are piled up beyond Bart's face, so yeah. she can't see him. Then we cut back to Homer and Lisa watching the football game. Mm-hmm. Touchdown, Dolphins. Uh, yeah. He says, all right, Dolphins. And she says, all right, Dolphins. Yeah, so they're cheering. Um, Homer finally, he's like, 50 big ones, 50 big ones. Um, and Homer's like, oh, I made a mistake. Yep. Uh, he says, you see, Lisa's daddy's friend Mo promised to give him $50 if the Dolphins won the game. So you mean you made a bet? Um, and she he says, I wouldn't call it a bet. It's a little thing daddies do to make football more exciting. And Lisa's, <laughs> Lisa's very Lisa here. Yep. She says, what could be more exciting than the savage ballet that is pro football? Yeah. And, and Homer says, well, you know, you like ice cream, don't you? And uh-huh. she says, yeah. Uh, don't you like ice cream better when it's covered in hot fudge and mounds of whipped cream, chopped nuts, and those crumbled up cookie things they mash up? And then he he does he, a very Homer thing. He drifts here. off in his, yeah, his own fantasy. Goes, mm, yeah, crumbled up cookie things. So <laughs> she says, so gambling makes a good thing even better. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, that's right, you got it. And um, then he realizes he goes, oh my god, there's it's like there's some kind of bond between us. Uh huh. So uh, then we cut back to the mall. Bart is in the dressing room here. Yes, he sees a sign that says this monitor, uh, this dressing room is like always monitored or something along yeah. those lines. Yep. Uh, and then <laughs> and then he spies the camera in the dressing room. Yep, and it's following him back and forth as yeah. he steps back and forth. Yeah, so he takes the like cardboard out of one of the shirts Marge just pin- picked out. Yep, writes "Get bent" on it and shows it to the security camera. Uh huh. Um, then we cut to the control room where the security guards are monitoring the cameras and 
uh, you know, they're talking about him and then they're like, Oh, forget him. There's a code red in booth three. And they show a little girl putting on her socks and they're like, my God, those aren't the socks she came in with. Let's move. And they grab, <laughs> they grab guns yes. and run out of the room. <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? What's that? Severance. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the show. Just because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. always had. Yeah. So, um, anyway. It, it, <laughs> this is, this is not, this is not funny. It reminded me of the, of the Elian Gonzalez situation in Miami where uh-huh. they busted into that house and like they had the guns pointed at the oh, little kid yeah. you know, in the closet. Yeah. Uh, that's what that reminded me of. Oh, I, but, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That wasn't what I was thinking about. Uh, well, <laughs> in that moment, I was right. thinking about a fictional TV show. Uh huh. Yeah. Not, not immigration, not immigration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, uh, Bart is in the dressing room and Marge comes up and says, Bart, are you, in, are you Bart? And she, he goes, I'm in here, mom, but don't open the door. And, and she, he opens the door. He's standing there in his little tidy whiteies. And of course, Sherry and Terry are sitting there and they see Bart in his underwear and they're like, mm-hmm. they they start laughing. And then, um, Marge is like, well, Bart, you could use some new underwear too. And then you could like pan back into the whole store. The whole store is sitting there staring at Bart and laughing at him. And then some guy goes, ah, look at that stupid kid. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? So, the, uh, we cut back to Homer and Lisa, who are watching the end of the game. They're counting down three, two, one. Mm-hmm. And then the final from Riverfront Stadium, Miami 24, Cincinnati 10. So Lisa was correct. She uh, predicted that it would be Dolphins, and yep. it's Dolphins. She was right. Um, she says, Mom will be so happy uh, that you won $50. And Homer's like, yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you, Lisa? Uh, but you see, your mother has this crazy idea that gambling is wrong, even though... The, uh, even though they say it's okay in the Bible. <laughs> really? Where? Uh, somewhere in the back. So <laughs> he's like, the point is we had a great time today. To keep it that way, let's not tell your mother about our little wager, okay? And then she agrees, okay. Uh-huh. And then um, Homer, I'm God, Bart and Marge return home. She asked if, uh, they asked if, I guess Homer asked if, wait. Marge asks them. Yeah, Matt, did has, you have fun? Yeah, did you have fun? They said, you bet. And then they're like, hee, hee, hee. Um, and so Bart and uh, or Marge, Marge says, we had fun too. Yes, right now Bart is modeling his new clothes for his friends. And we cut to the outside and Bart is in the car in like his little outfit. <laughs> and Jimbo, Kearney, and Dolph are shaking the car trying to make him get out of the yes, car. Yes, a la like, a la like a mob turning over a yeah, car, <laughs> like yeah. pushing it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we cut a little bit later on, and we're in Lisa's room. Homer's tucking her in. She says, good night, Dad. I had a nice time today. Me too, honey, he says. Can I watch football with you again next Sunday? Sure, he says. If you, uh, You'll find it gets rid of the unpleasant aftertaste of church. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, Marge mm-hmm. comes in after Homer walks out, mm-hmm. and she says, you see how good things can happen if you make a little effort? And she's like, well, point well taken. He, she, uh then she says, Mom, could you loosen my blankets a little? Dad tucked me in too tight, and it's cutting off the circulation to my arms and my legs. <laughs> um, so uh, then uh, we cut to... Next week. Next week. Yep. And, and uh, Homer and Lisa are watching football, and they are interviewing one of the players for one of the teams. And the player says, this team is fired up. We came here to play. And Homer goes, all right. And he goes to pick up the phone to call Mo, and Lisa says, he'll lose. Mm-hmm. 
He goes, what? Didn't you hear what he said? And she said, but then Lisa being, again, very Lisa here, says, look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. And then Homer's like, okay, well, do you think we should bet against them? And she said, I bet my entire college fund on it. And so she, <laughs> you got it. Yep. He calls up Mo and says, Mo, $23 on New York. <laughs> Poor Lisa. Um, well, you know, uh, here's, here's, here's the... The truth, Lisa. Like this was 1992, right? So Lisa and I were the same age at this at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. College is going to get so expensive, Lisa. It doesn't matter. Whatever amount of money they they could save up and put away for you, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the fact that you have a college fund, but your parents still have a savings account is pretty, uh, <laughs> I think, indicative of what's what's going on here. I'm guessing that that twenty three dollars has come from Grandpa over the years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, anyways, um, uh, Homer says, "Start spreading the news." Well, he calls Mo twenty three dollars in New York. Start mm-hmm. spreading the news. It's New York over Philadelphia, thirty five to ten. Says the announcer. I'm sorry, yep. that wasn't Homer. That was the announcer. Yep. And they're cheering, and Homer's tossing Lisa up and down in the air, which was one of my favorite things in the world. I have memories of that <laughs> being tossed up in the air by my by my father. Uh-huh. And um, she eventually goes. She's like, "Dad, I hate to break the mood, but I'm getting nauseous." And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, sorry." So then he asks her who she likes in the afternoon games, and she uh, again indicating that they're on the West Coast because yeah, yeah. all games on the East Coast are afternoon games. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. I did not catch that, but you were right. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the only on the West Coast it's like ten thirty and yeah, the only ones one. here that are not afternoon games are the London games. Yeah. So. Uh, and our our one of our neighbors uh, used to live in California, uh-huh. and uh, she says I loved watching football in California because you wake up. It was up, all day. Yeah, you wake yeah. up and there's football. Yeah. Uh, I I I have to confess I am a little jealous of that because I would like to be able to watch Monday Night Football starting at five thirty <laughs> yeah. instead of eight thirty. Yeah, we know we hardly ever make it to halftime when it's Monday Night. Y'all, football. we watch like the first quarter of Monday Night Football. And That's then pretty we're much done. it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Homer's asking her who uh, she likes in the afternoon games. Yep. Well, I like the 49ers because they're pure of heart. Seattle because they got something to prove, and the Raiders because they always cheat. And we cut to... I don't know if that's a reference to some scandal that happened or not, but I assume it probably is. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I think that the Raiders owner cheated his barber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've talked about this I know before. that we that have. Man, that man's hair is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be that rich? Like, I get it. Like, if you're ugly, you're ugly, right? And that's just, like, the, the way of the world. And I'm not saying that I'm a beauty queen over here, but like what I am saying is that if I was ugly, I would at least try and have a nice haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking bad. And he's a ginger to boot. So that just kind of makes it. He, he all, looks, it, it's like a bowl cut. It's, he, yeah, a, it's like, like a mullety looking bowl cut. Yeah, he looks like a Chucky doll. Yeah, it's very odd. <laughs> With rosacea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, maybe that's our indicator that you can't actually cure rosacea. Maybe. <laughs> sort of in the same way that you can't cure baldness. Right. And you know you can't because Prince William is bald. And Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, the Raiders, uh, so anyways, uh, we then cut to later, a little bit later on, they're watching the end of the Raiders game, and the announcer says, and the, uh, in an extremely suspicious play, the Raiders win. And Homer says, three for three. Uh, so uh, then we... 
then Lisa goes to the library. Yes. Uh, there's a sign up. She compliments the librarian on the sign about how the, the library is a cool place to be, but there's like only one person there. Yeah. Um, and (laughs) the librarian says it's been a madhouse, Lisa. And so she goes over to the card catalog. She's looking up uh, football. Yeah. So she's flipping through the cards. Uh, she's got football, homo- or homoeroticism in, uh-huh. oddball Canadian rules, uh-huh. Phyllis George in, uh-huh. and then um, we, go, we go back to the game, or Homer watching the game with Maggie, and uh, the announcer goes, oh, doctor, what a finish. The final score, Atlanta 17, Houston 13, and the lowly Falcons are flying high. How appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Lisa's back now. Yep. It's, uh, the announcer, the announcer offers a rhetorical question. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? And Homer responds, my daughter, that's who. And she's like, yeah, me. So, uh, Homer compliments her. He's like, Lisa, you pick the winner every time. You must have some sort, um, some kind of special gift. Nah, come on, dad. It doesn't take a genius to realize that Houston's failed to cover their last 10 outings on the way, uh, on a way turf, uh, last 10 outings on a way turf the week after scoring more than three touchdowns in a conference game. <laughs> and Homer is obviously Pres- lost. Presumably, in. she was looking that stuff up at the library, yeah. although it's not really overt overly stated uh-huh uh but uh he's like my little girl says the cutest things i wonder about like the old you know early 90s football espn coverage because like today like you can get as deep in this hole as you want to mm-hmm. right like you can go down that rabbit hole as far as you possibly want to in f- terms of like statistics fo- and all that statistics yeah. and like football theory and mm-hmm. blah 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 and uh but like i think in those days what you had basically was ESPN, yeah. if you had cable. And so, yeah, I think you're right. Like, she was looking that stuff up. Well, in, in the newspapers, too. Well, yeah. But, uh... I guess Sports Illustrated probably was much yeah. bigger at that time. I, I know that it was, because I had a... <laughs> I had a subscription to Sports Illustrated, and I got it because I thought that's what I should get. Because I... I other people like sports, and therefore I should like sports. <laughs> and I hated Sports Illustrated. I yeah. did not like it at all. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, it too bad. Was, way too much reading. Well, I, you were talking earlier about betting and that kind of stuff. And I wonder, too, how the betting scene looked. Because I sincerely doubt that they had all these little niche categories you could bet in. Yeah. Um. You know, they probably had, like, the over-under and the, the spread and all that kind of stuff. But, uh-huh. like... So and so is going to run 300 yards in the third quarter. Yeah, I think I think really what they had was the money line bet. Yeah. So that's the who's going to win. Right. And then there's the the spread, like you said. Yeah. And then yeah, the over under. Those are the three main ones there. Yeah, but I think too, like just like with technology, being able to calculate that stuff very quickly, and being able to like I guess like just compute the bets themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like has really kind of expanded that. Yeah. Uh, this makes me think of the, um, the, the Vegas odds that were given for the who shot Mr. Burns, uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that? I, I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember details. Yeah. There were, uh, there were Vegas odds on, uh, who was responsible. Mm-hmm. Cause of course it was at the end of, what is it? Season five and the beginning of season six, I think. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Right. Anyway. Uh, so like, uh, when, you know, the episode was going to air, uh, people were placing bets in Vegas on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, <laughs> I, I I suppose I can just say who it was because it's been a long time. Uh, but uh, Maggie was the 
uh, longest, the mm. long shot bet, uh, if you will. And somebody yeah. actually, I think, won a good bet, good amount of money. Yeah, I wonder if they did the same. I'm sure they did the same thing for Who Shot Jr. on Dallas, which is what that episode is kind of based I, on. I guess so, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's keep going. So uh, she she offers this this grand statistic, and uh, Homer responds. He obviously does not understand exactly what she's saying. Uh-huh. He says, "My little girl says the cutest things." Yeah, and then she says, "Dad, uh, Sunday is fast becoming my favorite day of the week." Um, yeah, he, and th- then he, Homer says, "Not Sunday, Daddy Daughter Day." Uh huh. Yeah. So then we cut to Moe's. Homer pulls up to the bar. He says. Mo a beer and a wad of bills, and he's like, and Mo's like, okay, and <laughs> Mo is really pissed that he has to pay out to Homer. Uh huh. Um, he's like, you lucky moron, and then he pulls off his cowboy boot. Uh huh. Dumps out the stuff. How about these boots? <laughs> I like, know they're like <laughs> extra fancy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I <laughs> he pulled he pulled off that thing, and I was like, wow. They're not boots with the fur, but they're they're no. something fancy. <laughs> did you ever have cowboy boots when yes, you were? Yes, I did. You did. I had a red pair of cowboy boots. Oh, when I was little. <laughs> I had a pair of snakeskin boots. You have I, a picture in them. Do I? Yes, you do, because you had the lines in your haircut. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All you right. Know what I'm yeah, about. yeah. 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 Yes, and I loved those boots. And, you know, I bought those boots, or I got, uh, my mama, I think, bought me those boots. And, of course, I bought them because I thought, I like country music. That's what I'm supposed to wear is cowboy <laughs> boots. <laughs> and let me tell you something about cowboy boots. They're, they're not, very uncomfortable. Yeah, they're not comfortable. Yes, they are very uncomfortable. I, like, I feel like they're, it's one of those things, like, you have to break them in for them to be like any form of comfortable or yeah. you have to spend a lot of money on them. Yeah, I know. Like you can go to like, if, I, I know like obviously like in places like Texas, they have like Justin boot stores and, mm-hmm. uh, and you can go in and buy like any varying kinds and spend as much money as you want right. on them. That kind of thing. Yeah. I am sure that my cowboy boots came from like Payless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. when I say snakeskin, I assume that they were just a snakeskin like pattern. Pleather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that's unwielding when you when, try uh, to stretch it out. When I uh, was doing the gunfight show, uh, I think we've talked about me doing gunfight show before on the podcast. Um, I had to wear cowboy boots for that as well. And I went to Walmart and just bought a little pair of, of boots. Um, and those also were extremely uncomfortable <laughs> to wear. <laughs> I hated those things. So yeah. anyway, uh, 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 Mo pays out to Homer $135, and Homer takes the money and sn- smells it. He says, I used to hate the smell of your sweaty feet, uh, but now it's the smell of victory. Homer, uh, Mo is still... Uh, uh, he's pissed. Yeah, he's not happy here. Yeah. Uh, he, oh, shut up. And anyway, we then cut to the family at the Gilded Truffle. Mm-hmm. Very Marge, fancy. Yes, Marge opens up the menu and says, look at these prices. We could finally get rid of those termites for the cost of yeah. this meal. <laughs> and Homer, uh, being very fancy, says, tut, tut, uh, only the best for my family. Yeah, and, there's, and then like, here comes the, I can't help but wondering where you're getting this money from. That's another phrase, by the way, that I don't really understand the use of, tut, tut. Oh, I don't either. Because I, we have a friend who says "tut tut" looks like rain when it's gonna like when it's gonna rain. We have some weird friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but here it's like he's saying, you know, never you mind, right? right? Like, yeah. Uh, anyways, so he says uh, Homer 
uh, Lisa comes into Homer's defense here and says, Mom, can a man do something nice for his loved ones? She says, I guess so. And Homer and Lisa share a little, you know, knowing laugh with each other. <laughs> anyway, the waiter comes over and he says, uh, Hello, I'm Marco. I'll be your waiter. And Homer immediately outs the family as not very classy. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Homer. I'll be your customer. And they, they all laugh. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, i never heard that before. Yep. Uh, so he uh, Marco asks Homer if he cares to select the wine. Um, then... Uh, Bart says, I'll do the honors. Yeah, and, and he uh, looks at the menu. He's like, my God. He's like, what passes for a wine list these days? Uh, Marco, just bring us your freshest bottle of wine. Chop, chop, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they all laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Marco is just not, not amused yeah. <laughs> but at all. Um, so then uh, Homer, uh, there's a, a violinist over playing in the restaurant, and Homer calls him over. He says, oh, violin guy. And he says, what's your favorite song, Lisa? Uh, Homer does. Uh-huh. Uh, he stuffs some dollars into the violin, or the violinist, I almost uh-huh. called him the violin guy. The violin guy's <laughs> pants. Uh, into his, into his uh, shirt pocket. Yep. And he says, what's your favorite song, Lisa? And Lisa says, the broken neck blues. Mm-hmm. And then Homer tells the violin guy, <laughs> he says, play on. And so the violin, the violinist starts playing that. Yep. Then we cut back. It's Sunday again. Homer is on the couch. Lisa's on the floor doing calculations. And the announcer on the TV says, it's the playoffs. It's five below, and there's one loyal fan wearing nothing but a G-string. How much do you want to bet that if they had played that football game in Buffalo this week, that somebody would have been out there shirtless? Oh, absolutely. Bill's fans are crazy. They absolutely would have been. Um, we we saw a very adorable TikTok, though. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Of a Bill's fan of an infant baby breaking his first table, a la the Bill's mafia at the tailgates. It was very cute. Um, and uh, so if, if you don't know, uh, the Bills and the Browns were supposed to play in Buffalo today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there has been a like a severe lake effect snowstorm in Buffalo. And... Uh, somebody who lives in Buffalo was saying that they're used to snow, obviously, there. But it's very early in the season for them to have so much snow. They got, like, literally six. And it felt, yeah, it fell very quickly. Yeah. You know, normally it accumulates over time. This was, like, six feet in a span of 12 hours. Yeah. A, 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 yeah. A lot of snow. Yeah. And, I mean, literally six feet of snow. snow. I saw a TikTok where a man opened up his garage, <laughs> yeah. and it was just snow. Yeah. Like. Could, yeah. I saw um, somebody open the door for her dogs to go out, and it was just like a solid wall. And they eventually did go out, but they were, like, basically swimming in yeah. the snow. That's crazy. It was wild. Like, it, it, when it snows in Virginia, like, we might get, like, a couple of inches of snow. And I, me, being from the deep south, was like, that's way too much snow. Yeah. We... Um, we've gotten some pretty significant snows like in the past decade or so, uh-huh. uh, but none recently, thankfully. I hate snow. It's the worst. Snow is pretty to look at, but as soon as you have to deal with it, yeah, it as, as soon as you have to go anywhere or do anything, it really, it really sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. thankfully, uh, thankfully, uh, my workplace has, uh, in the past couple of years, come to recognize that it's dangerous to live here and have to drive around in the snow because we live in the South. And like, you know, we have, I mean, Virginia has snow plows. Yeah. But like 
not like Buffalo does, mm-hmm. you know. We don't got snow boobs on the side of the highway like they do in, <laughs> in Cleveland. The old snow boobs. <laughs> yeah. The old salt boob. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what I meant, salt boob. Anyway, uh, so um, they're talking about this guy who's in a G-string. Yep, and the team colors are painted on his body. Yeah. And uh, the commentator says, well, he doesn't look too happy. And somebody's <laughs> like, well, maybe the paint shut off his pores and he's slowly suffocating. <laughs> that's a Still, real fan. That's, yeah. Yep. So uh, Homer then turns to Lisa. He says, well, Lisa, it's daddy-daughter day and daddy needs daughter's picks. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, I'm making the Chiefs my five-star silver bullet special. And with your blessing, I'd like to tie it to the Cowboys plus five at Chicago. So Lisa's become like a little, um, <laughs> like a little gambler herself. Yeah, she she has uh, even made her own little like signature phrasing, right? Yeah, this yeah. is her shoe in her five star yeah, silver she, bullet special. She knows the lingo. Yep. Um, so Homer Homer doesn't even like move at this point. He says, "Good, good. You call Mo." Uh huh. <laughs> and then she calls. He she says. Mo, this is LS calling for HS. He's like, give me the bet, Lisa. Yeah. And then so she gives him some numbers, and then turns out she was right again. Yeah. Um, so so what what happens here is that she she uh, he says, just give me the bet. Then we cut, and then oh, there's Mo. Sorry. Uh, He's counting out the money. Out Homer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, it's a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Homer's at the bar, and Barney's there. And he says, hey, Homer, you want to go bowling next Sunday? And Homer tells him, no, Barney, are you nuts? That's a Super Bowl. And then Barney asks, well, how about the Sunday after that? And then, uh, I'm sorry, Homer asks him that. And then um, (laughs) Barney says, well, my mom's coming in from Norway, but what the hell? So, yeah, I don't know that I remember, (laughs) I don't know that I ever remember catching this before. Yeah, uh, yeah. That Barney's mother is in Norway. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was just supposed to be like something outlandish or what. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we then cut to Springfield Elementary mm-hmm. and, uh, the kids are giving reports on the happiest day of their life and little Ralph is little up Ralph, there. Little Ralph, the happiest day of my life. He says, I didn't have worms anymore. That was the happiest day of my life. <laughs> This is the thing that I thought as a kid I would have to deal with as an adult more. Worms? Getting worms in your stomach. Oh. They used to, they used to say, uh, like, if you if you eat your boogers, you get worms in your stomach, right? Oh, uh, I don't think I ever heard oh, that. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Yeah. And like, like, if you keep chewing your fingers, you get worms in your stomach. Uh-huh. Well, fat lot of good that did I'm gonna me. I'm going to start telling you that when you're <laughs> biting your nails. Uh, and so, like, I used to think that people would get worms a lot. Oh. Well, there was a trend recently on TikTok where people were taking deworming medica- medication and, like, stuff was coming out. In their poop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. That was like a weird trend that was happening. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Good to hear. Well, Ralph uh, Ralph uh, got rid of the worms, and it was the happiest day of his life. Yeah, and then Miss um, Hoover, who has blue hair here. Says, yes, she does. Yep. Thank you, Ralph. Very graphic. And then so, <laughs> then she yeah. calls Lisa up. She wants um, her to read her essay. And Lisa says that the happiest day of her life was three Sundays ago when I was sitting on my daddy's knee when the Saints, who are four and a half point favorites, but only up by three, kicked a meaningless field goal at the last second to cover the spread. And <laughs> um, is it Miss Hoover that says, dear God? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then we cut to the Simpsons living room and Homer has gotten everybody nice gifts. Mm-hmm. So... Lisa says, oh, Dad, you must have bought me every Malibu Stacy accessory there is. Not quite. 
They were out of the Malibu Stacy Lunar Rovers. <laughs> um, and then he got Marge some perfume, which is shaped like an Oscar, the bottle shaped like an Oscar. Uh-huh. And it's called Meryl Streep's Versatility. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Maggie, what did Maggie get? She's open in a box somewhere. I'm not sure what Maggie got. It, lo- it just looks like a piece of paper. Um, but uh, Homer turns to Bart and says, boy, I know you're going to like your present. And it's a little speaker box where you press the buttons and it says, shut up, shut up. Kiss my butt. Kiss my butt. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> Bart turns to Homer and says, Dad, I promise you I will never get tired of this. Yeah. And then um, uh, Marge and Homer are then going to bed. Marge says, Homer, those were very thoughtful presents, but you have to tell me where you got the money from. And then <laughs> I, I liked this sequence a lot. It was funny. Yeah. Homer's like, all right, Marge, I'll tell you. But first, you have to promise not to get mad. I promise I will get mad because I always do when you make me promise I won't. Yeah. So he's like, all right, if you must know, Lisa and I have been gambling on pro football. Homer. Yeah. Uh, you, you promised you wouldn't get mad. I did not. I promised I would get mad. <laughs> She's an eight year old girl. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Marge, she never loses. She's got a gift. Aren't parents supposed to encourage their kids when they sh- whenever they show talent? Um, she says, but gambling is illegal. Yeah, but only in 48 states. It's so funny to me, like, how different it is now. Like, yeah. and how easy it is yeah. to gamble now. Yeah. Like, and, and ha- like, you see commercials, you know, for DraftKings. All the time, yeah. Like, uh, and the other, you know, sports books uh, online. And, uh, yeah. Like, I, you just, like, if you want to. If you want to, like, I like, I bought a lottery ticket online when it was like the the two billion dollar lottery ticket. You know, did we win? We we did not. Oh, okay. we did not get one number correct. Oh we no, never, y'all! I am the like unluckiest. Uh, I am the unluckiest like gambler <laughs> on the planet, which I guess is part of the reason why like maybe I just don't have any inclination to do it because I'm really, really just not lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. If I buy if I buy a lottery ticket, and I will from time to time buy a lottery ticket, uh, I will only buy one. And when <laughs> when I do, I you can all but guarantee that I will hit zero numbers. And I like I you think should make me pick the numbers. I just do the autofill oh. for it, but that's probably why because it's rigged. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. What's our, what's, the computer. what's our first number? Nineteen. Nineteen. Why? Because it's fun. <laughs> 19 is a fun number? <laughs> yeah. That's what um, I always put at the end of my like usernames. If, if the username is taken, I always put 19. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. What's our second number? 28. 19 and 28. Why 28? Our anniversary. What? Our anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. What's... Somebody's going to steal our numbers and win a million dollars. Okay. What's our Powerball number? Oh. 69. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Why 69? Because <laughs> it's sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff that Marge wasn't going to tell Lisa about oh, earlier. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you were right. It was a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, in, uh, he says, only, uh, but gambling is illegal. Oh, only in 48 states. Besides, it's a victimless crime. The only victim is Mo, and it's brought me and Lisa together. Uh, she says, I just don't know. He says, what's the problem? She says, the, the kids kid. are happy. You smell like Meryl Streep. And I got that foot massager I always wanted. <laughs> and it's one of those little, like, uh, uh, water, hot yeah, water Yeah, like massagers. the foot spa yeah. things. Yeah. The foot spa. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he's like, believe me, Marge, nothing bad could possibly come of this. <laughs> <laughs> Which... So, 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, some very, some very uh, obvious foreshadowing here. Yeah. So anyways, then we cut to uh, Lisa and Homer and the rest of the family are at the kitchen table eating. Homer still has his foot spa He on. sure does. <laughs> um, and she says, you know, Dad, we've been watching a lot of TV lately. Maybe the Sunday after the Super Bowl, we could climb to the top of Mount Springfield. The fires in the tire yard really make for some beautiful sunsets. Yeah, he's like, that sounds great, honey, but next Sunday I'm going bowling with Barney. And then she gets really upset. She's like, well, what about Daddy-Daughter Day? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, the new football season is only seven months away. So that, uh, she's like, so that's it? You just wanted me to help you gamble? You never wanted me to, uh, you never wanted to be with me at all. And then she's very upset. Yep, Cry- goes off crying. Yep, Marge she calls him selfish. Marge says that. So, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, Marge turns to Homer and says, you're a very selfish man. And then Bart has his little gift <laughs> go to hell go to hell yeah <laughs> he says once again great present dad yeah um <laughs> so, so then, then uh, lisa is asleep in her bed and we get a flash well a dream yep. a dream sequence lisa here like aside from her like road hard and put up wet look like here the, the way that her hair is and the way that she just kind of in general like her shape uh-huh. looks like maggie it, the way they draw maggie when we're in the future Okay. Uh, so that's what I, I couldn't help but notice that like, her hair in particular is the way they draw Maggie's hair. Yeah. So Lisa is um, at like the blackjack table or poker table or something. Yeah. And she's smoking. She looks pretty, pretty rough. She's got makeup on and all that. And she goes, my third husband bought me this. And she hands the dealer a ring. She's like, give me chips for it. And he asks, are you sure? And she goes, don't you tell me what to do, Sonny. Um, I've been gambling since I was eight and I've been hawking jewelry since I was 12. Now give me some chips. And she wakes up and realizes that it was all a bad dream. Uh huh. Um, and she gets out of bed. Uh huh. She walks over to her Malibu Stacy, who is in one of the houses that Homer has purchased for right. her. Right. And she's like, look, look, look around you, Malibu Stacy. All this was bought with dirty money. Your penthouse, your Alfa Romeo, your collagen injection clinic. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back into the shoebox. It may not be pretty, but damn, it's honest. And so Lisa then takes the a Corey poster off her wall. Uh huh. She Roll, makes rolls it into a little megaphone there. Yep. yep. And she says, she screams out the window. She says, I, Lisa Simpson, am hereby giving away all my ill-gotten Malibu Stacy accessories. And every and girl in town. Every girl it. in Springfield like starts running towards the Simpsons' house. They they run into the house, up the stairs, into Lisa's room. They they Ransack clear it out. everything. That's right. It's very much like the uh, Malibu Stacy scene uh, in the store. Uh, and uh, I think I think it actually is in Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. Oh. Uh, uh, but, I've seen that, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, and then Homer pops his head in. I'm, su- I'm actually kind of surprised <laughs> with this. I don't think this has been established yet, but I'm surprised that Smithers didn't come running in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think this is the first. If it's not the first time Malibu Stacy's mentioned, it's the first time I think we've actually seen her hmm. like as, you know, as a doll. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, the girls run out and, you know, there's nothing left. Yep. And. Uh, Homer sticks his head in the door and says, Lisa, I bought you a Malibu Stacy chinchilla coat. And it's on a tiny little hanger. Uh-huh. And another, a girl pops from behind Homer, grabs it and runs Yoink. away. <laughs> and off she goes. Which I knew exactly what was going to happen when that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he, Lisa says to him, she says, so you've come to buy my forgiveness. And she looks at him and she says, sorry, Homer. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. 
So then he says, Lisa, um, honey, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, but I really had a good time watching football with you. And I think you had a good time with me. And she says, yeah, yeah I, I did. did. Uh, we can still watch the Super Bowl together, can't we? And um, and Lisa's Lisa's it, Lisa is is Jericho. Like mm-hmm. Homer Homer plays his trumpet here, and her, like her wall just comes down, and she immediately starts giggling, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Well, yeah, I'd like to see what the fuss is about." And he says, "It's a date." And, and then, then he goes, so yeah. do you think the Redskins will beat the spread? And she's like, no, put me down. She's like, look, Dad, I'll tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl if you want me to. But it will just validate my theory that you cared more about winning money than you did about me. Mm-hmm. To which he res- just responds, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, I think Washington is a mortal lock. And then he's like, yeah, Washington. Hoo-hoo. And then she goes, however. However? What, what however? What do you mean however? However, um... I may also be so clouded with rage that subconsciously I want you to lose. In which case, I'll bet the farm on Buffalo. And he says, Lisa, do me a favor. Complete this sentence. Daddy should bet all his money on... I don't know. Oh! If I still love you, Washington. If I don't, Buffalo. And then we cut Homer's downstairs. Mm -hmm. He's watching football. And he is just sort of like running this chip in through the dip over Mm -hmm. and over again. Uh, Marge says, Homer, I think that chip's got enough dip on it. Yeah. And then the announcer says, we're live from Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome and um, Super Bowl 26. Today we're going to be... uh, Today, we're going to be seen by people in 150 countries all over the world, including our newest affiliate, W. Gimel Alf Noon <laughs> in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Sorry, I, I butchered that. Um, and uh, we, we, so we see uh, some people across, some varying people across the globe, and we see the Cesar and Ugolin yeah. from the Crepes of Wrath. Yes, they are watching in Paris yes, with they the are. Eiffel Tower out the window. Yep, the very <laughs> expensive apartment, probably. Yes. <laughs> um, so, and then we cut to Lisa playing the saxophone in her room. And Homer hears her, and he's annoyed by it at uh-huh. first. But then he acknowledges that, you know, she's playing it because she's sad. Yeah, so and he goes, oh, every note is like a dagger in my heart. I got to get out of here. So yep. he um heads over to Moe's. He had yeah, well he calls Moe's. No, he he's going he goes to Moe's. Somebody oh, calls okay. Moe. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, so we cut to Moe's is yeah. what's happening here and Homer is not in there just yet. Right. Uh and uh Moe's the phone rings, Moe picks it up. Home Moe's Tavern home in the Super Sunday Brunch Spectacular. Mhm. Uh, and there's a sign up, the Super Sunday Brunch Spectacular. Barney walks over to it, and it's literally bread with bologna. Yes, <laughs> very funny, but it's super bread, so that ties into the theme. Uh huh. Um, the Mo tells whoever's on the phone. He says, "Got you down for forty bucks. Good luck, Your Eminence." <laughs> uh, so uh, it would appear that the Pope has mm-hmm. called to place a bet at Mo's. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, uh, Mo apologizes to Homer after he sits down at the bar. He says, sorry, Homer, you can't take any more of my money. I'm out of the bookie business. Barney jumps right in. But Mo, you've been taking bets all... He said, Barney... He cuts them all. Barney, how about a free beer? Wow. He says, don't worry, Mo. I'm not betting. Mo says, what? And uh, realizing that Homer's not going to place a bet anyway, he takes Barney's beer bet. Give yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then Homer says, I had the greatest gift of all, a little girl who could pick football, and I ruined it. Um, and then 
We are we're watching the TV. Yes. Well, sir, we're two hours and forty five minutes for the pregame show, and we've got ourselves a special guest, actor Troy McClure, whose new sitcom is premiering tonight. Coincidentally enough, right after the game. Yep. Uh, um, Troy says, "Thanks, Brett." My new show is called Handle with Care. I play Jack Handle, a retired cop who shares an apartment with a retired criminal. We're the original odd couple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Brett asks him what made him want to do a situational comedy. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, I fell in love with the script, Brett, and my recent trouble with the IRS sealed the deal. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great, Troy. Uh, Oh, looks like we're almost ready for kickoff. And so they cut from the interview... Uh, Washington kicks. Oh, it's a bad kick. Way too short. Buffalo is going to start with excellent field position. Now, this is bad news because uh, if Buffalo wins, Lisa doesn't love him. Yes. And if Washington does, she does. Yes. Uh, so we then have a little bit of a time lapse, uh, and we're at towards the end of the game. Buffalo's going to win. And Homer says, Lisa hates me. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's- uh, Sam, I think, says, what do you got riding on this game? Uh-huh. And Homer says, my daughter, and then they whistle, or Sam whistles, and he's like, ah, what a gambler. So then it's halftime. The score at the half is Buffalo 14, Washington 7. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time. Sorry, we were not at the end of the game. We were at the end of the half. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's time for the never tedious Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> and then, like, this weird-ass, <laughs> um, weird-ass alien the UFO situation happens. Now I looked up who the halftime show was at the, uh, 1992 Super Bowl, Uh which was played by Buffalo and Washington. Oh, okay. Two days after this episode aired. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, the half, the, the national anthem was sung by Harry Connick Jr. Um, the halftime show was Gloria Estefan, Brian Boitano, (laughs) Dorothy Hamill, and the Minnesota Marching Band. So I guess oh. they had some sort of ice skating element in the halftime I guess, show. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, because that is quite the variety of folks. Yes, it is. Yeah. Man, what is, what, like, it's, it's amazing to me like to watch some of those older halftime shows for the Super Bowl and like what it is now. Yeah. Like, what it's it is now totally is totally different. Yeah, it's obviously just spectacle. spectacle. Well, yeah, and like back, like, back then it was more traditional. Was like, it last year somebody hanging upside down for no reason? 50 Cent. It was 50 Cent, that's he right. He was recreating his old video. <laughs> yeah, but... That looked very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, but, yeah, so the... Okay, so it was at the Hubert, Eight Hun- Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome uh-huh. in Minneapolis. Um... The the Redskins the at the time the that was Redskins, back when they would actually name stadiums after, after people, people instead yeah. of corporations yeah <laughs> yeah uh, the Redskins won thirty seven to twenty four Joe Gibbs was a head coach Marv Lee was a head coach at Buffalo oh okay yeah so anyways there's this really weird halftime show with the aliens coming out yeah <laughs> and uh, Bart Bart says this sucks and uh, at any rate uh, the uh, we cut back to Moe's, and the crowd is cheering, and it turns out that uh, there's a touchdown, but they cut to the screen, and it's actually just some, like, you know, dumb Duff commercial. Didn't, like, didn't Budweiser do this, like, have, like, a, a pretend football game going on during the commercials? Oh, I, I don't, I, I don't I know. I feel like I vaguely remember that happening yeah, around I mean, this time. They definitely still, like, 
you know, in their advertising have like a Budweiser bottle with a football helmet on it. You yeah, know, kind yeah. Of stuff so too, anyway, so. the Duff Bowl's happening. Uh-huh. Um, oh, the Bud Bowl. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, uh, Barney uh, says, Homer, didn't you say if Duff Dry wins that your daughter loves you? <laughs> no, not Duff Dry. Washington. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, they're both great teams. Yeah. <laughs> so they're sitting in there. They're, uh, they're cheering. And... Uh, uh, we cut to Springfield uh, Presbyterian Lutheran Church, uh, the, the first church of Springfield. Sorry, which I wrote down at this. What time is it? The Super Bowl is happening and church is in session. Like, yeah, I'm guessing this must be the evening service. <laughs> I, I can only assume. <laughs> yeah, uh, but th- we see this a lot, right? Homer watches football during church a great deal. Yeah. Uh, so West Coast again, West yeah. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what time is the Super Bowl happening? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, 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 Reverend Lovejoy is at the front and he says, well, I'm glad some people could res- resist the lures of the big game. And then he, There's he literally three people in yeah. the pews. And, and one then one guy gets, gets up, he goes, oh my God, I forgot the game and runs out. <laughs> um. And then we're back at Moe's. So there's just this little joke here. Yeah. And then we're back at Moe's. And uh, so with three ticks left on the clock, it all comes down to this one play. If Washington scores here, happy fans will be looting and turning over cars in the nation's capital tonight. Here's the handoff, Homer saying, please, 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 please. Touchdown. There's a touchdown. Yep. And uh, the announcer, stick a cork in it. This one, this one, it's done. The Redskins win Super Bowl 26. Yeah. And uh, the Simpsons, uh, I mean, Marge and Maggie and Bart and Lisa are on the couch there cheering. Mm-hmm. And Bart says to Lisa, I guess you love dad. And she says, I suspected as much. And Homer is excited. Mm-hmm. Yes, she loves me. She loves me. Uh and uh, uh, it's Mo, I think, asks, mm-hmm. uh, what are you so happy about, Homer? You didn't win any money. He says, money comes and money goes, but what I have with my daughter can go on for eight more years. <laughs> <laughs> then yep. we cut to the final scene. Yep, and they're on Mount Springfield. Um, Lisa's running, and she's like, come on, Dad. And um, there is a subtitle here that says, like, next, the next Sunday. Yeah, the next Sunday. Sunday, yeah. And she's running up the mountain. Come on, Dad. And he's like, not having it he's out of breath (laughs) it's beautiful Uh and she's like isn't it and he's like after i catch my breath can we go home and like we pan out of them like looking at the sunset over the over the tire fire yeah the tire fire yeah and then uh cut to credits and that's the scene of the episode Yeah. yeah um what did you think I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I agree. Uh, it, it was it was, uh, not not as good as Radio Bart last week. No. Uh, I think this is. I think it's a floater, but I think that the bar is getting set really high now. Mm-hmm. When like when the show when the episode is really good, it's really good. Yeah. And now and when this, it's not, it's just okay. Yeah. This would have been like an excellent season one, early season two episode. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm sorry to say that it was definitely not one of the best ones we've seen thus far this season. Yeah, and it like an unlike Lisa's Pony too. Like it's a it's an episode that focuses on Homer and Lisa's relationship, but Homer's uh-huh. not being an asshole. Yeah, actually, He's, I thought that Marge was being unfair to him when she said, "You're a very selfish man at the dinner table there," because I, I, how, I, I mean, I think that they were trying to get something across that to me wasn't really coming across, in that Homer was really abusing this relationship, mm. but. I didn't really get that that much from him. Like he wasn't intentionally being a turd. He was just 
he was he was he was having fun with this kid that had like collateral benefits. I yes. guess. Yeah. Um. I I liked it better than Lisa's Pony. I think definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I liked it a lot more than Lisa's yeah. Pony. Um. I I I didn't like that episode. Yeah. Uh. But I thought this one. Yeah. I thought this one was okay. I would say it's a floater, mm-hmm. but it's kind of you know like eh. <laughs> it's on the fence for me. Yeah. Uh, I thought it got pretty tiresome like around halfway through and there like there were not a ton of really great jokes that landed here uh, yeah either i'm not sure that uh i mean now I'm the whole to... like b plot with mart 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 <laughs> marge and bart like kind of just fizzled out like it didn't go anywhere yeah um yeah, what happened to his nice clothes yeah exactly <laughs> like okay he should have been watching the super bowl with his little bow tie yeah <laughs> uh so it was okay <laughs> she Sorry. says so she yawns into the Sorry, microphone. I'm a little, a little tired. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I think we've said that about forty times, so yep. I think we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what it is. You know, not everything's going to be a home run, I guess. Right. Uh, and that's fine. But next week we have Homer Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exciting, and uh, we'll just put a button on that there. So uh, hey, thank you so much for joining us and uh, coming on the journey through uh, Lisa the Greek with us. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on and hey while you're there go ahead and leave us a rating the highest rating uh, on that platform that really helps us out a great deal also make sure you're following us on social media we are on facebook and instagram at escalator to nowhere pod you can also follow us on twitter for as long as that lasts uh, at <laughs> esk to nowhere pod uh who even knows uh and also make sure you join us on the escalator to nowhere facebook group all you got to do is answer the questions. Someone tried to join the group this, re- group this week and did not answer the questions, and I denied them. All you have to do is answer them. Just yeah. with anything. It's not hard. And <laughs> and also, uh, make sure if you want to contact us that you do so. You can reach out to us at escalatortonowherepod at gmail.com. And if you're driving around Virginia, look for my tag, escalatortonowherepod. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't fit in seven characters. <laughs> how, about, how, how, about, how, about, how about that callback? I, 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 yeah. I, I, I thought about it earlier, and I was like, I'm going to try and remember to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Okay. So make sure you join us next week. We drop our new episodes every Wednesday at 7.42 a.m., and next week is going to be Season 3, Episode 15, Homer Alone. And until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm a Season Simpsons fan. <laughs> And I'm yawning. (laughs) I am learning. And we'll look forward to seeing y'all next time. So, smell you later. Bye.